Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the FPL Addicts and Esports Live Fantasy Weekly Videocast and Podcast. On the agenda this week, we've got Liverpool faltering in the Premier League as a former Red makes them pay. We're wondering if this FA Cup weekend could spark Sheffield United in some form and West Brom slip up as the Tangerines echo one of their own in Jackie Gillibrand as they win this week. A bit of winning form for, uh, for Blackpool, which I'm sure Jack influenced, but more on that in a bit. We've got a Peely's puzzler though before we continue. Two clues now, and if I remember, we'll give two midway through the podcast. Obviously, I've been forgetting to do that, so hopefully this week I'll um, I'll do that. We had Roque Santa Cruz was the answer last week, obviously former Blackburn and Manchester City striker from Paraguay. But this week, the first of the two clues, I made 18 Premier League appearances across two clubs, and I'm a three-time African Footballer of the Year. Let's see if that gives you any food for thought. Um, alongside me, as always, is my right-hand man from the commentary box. It is Elliot Craig. Elliot, how are you tracking, mate? I'm doing well, thank you, mate. It's a bit weird, actually, being your right-hand man today, because I've been with you for the past few times we've done it. So it's, it's back to normal now, I think. But we'll have to sort that out at some point again. But no, I'm doing well. Thank you, mate. Yeah, definitely so. Um, obviously, we have, we've had a bit of a studio going on just behind me here, but it's been a lot of fun. We're back to some sort of normality uh, this week. In terms of results, we're not going to run through the Premier League ones from last weekend because that was a fair while away. Instead, we're going to run through all the Premier League teams in the FA Cup third round. Um, all 20 teams came into the hat this week, but only 18 have played their games so far, um, the exceptions being that Stockport County, the National League side, haven't played West Ham at the time of recording yet. That'll be tomorrow morning. And Shrewsbury Town were unable to fulfil their fixture against Southampton. That was postponed due to some COVID worries. But all 18 other clubs in the Premier League played their games. Aston Villa lost 4-1 to Liverpool. Wolves beat Crystal Palace 1-0. Sheffield United got their first win of the season away at Bristol Rovers. Everton beat Rotherham 2-1. Blackpool, as we've already mentioned, won on penalties against Sam Allardyce's West Bromwich Albion. Fulham won a West London derby away at QPR. Burnley needed a 95th minute goal, I believe it was 94th or 95th, and penalties to get past MK Dons, but did so 4-3 on penalties. Stoke lost to Leicester 4-0. Arsenal beat your side, Newcastle 2-0 at home. Manchester United beat Watford, one goal to nil. Chelsea smashed Morecambe at home, 4-0. Manchester City routed Birmingham, 3-0 at the Etihad. Marine, the Northwest County side, finally their run came to an end, 5-0. Tottenham won after a hat-trick from Vinicius. Newport County this morning was absolute heartbreak against Brighton and Hove Albion. They lost on penalties after a uh, late-home goal sent that game into extra time. And as we've already mentioned, Stockport County and West Ham has not yet been played. Elliot, this... So just to flash back, we will put the results on the screen from last game week, game week 17. They're on the screen there. All the screens are there. And we've got uh, your three shots from last week, Elliot, game week 17. Far away, mate. Thank you, Ollie. Game week 17 feels like ages ago now, but it has ended. And in terms of FPL, the average was 56 points and the highest score was 129 points. But let's get on to my top three FPL shocks of the week. Firstly, with the biggest shock of the week, we have Scotsman and Arsenal left back Kieran Tierney, who managed a goal, assist, clean sheet and three bonus points in Arsenal's 4-0 demolition of Big Sam's West Brom. Secondly, we have Tierney's North London rival, in Spurs centre-half, Toby Alderweireld, who in Spurs' 3-0 win over Leeds, got 13 points, which amounted from a goal, 
clean sheet and a single bonus point. Finally, we have Man City youngster Phil Foden, who rewarded his owners, including me in draft, but more on that later. With 14 points in game week 17, Foden got a goal, assist, three bonus and a clean sheet point as he was subbed off before Callum Hudson-Odoi's consolation goal for Chelsea. Also within game week 17, we had the introduction of the FPL Cup for the season. The FPL Cup is an event which runs for, which has run for many years now in the Premier League. Uh, the way it works, if you're ranked around the top 4.2 million teams in game week 16, you are then randomly drawn against another FPL manager who also managed to qualify. The way the cup works is simple. If you outscore your opponent in that game week, the same way a head-to-head fantasy league would work, you progress to the next round and are drawn against another random FPL manager until only one remains. If a match ends in a draw, the winner is decided by the most goals scored from someone's team then it goes to the fewest goals conceded from someone's team and then it goes to a coin toss if it is still a tie. The winner of the whole competition gets a variety of prizes courtesy of the Premier League. Now, the rest of the panel will be able to talk about their results later on when we review our teams for the week. But I was able to beat my opponent, Ali Alwar, 83-74 to and have been drawn against my opponent from Game Week 18's match. But how about you, Ollie? How did you go, mate? Yeah, I had a win myself as well. I beat Danura 84. 80- 80 points to at 43. I'll get onto my team later, but you know, didn't have a great week. This guy and I, you know, got pretty lucky with some of my players, so uh, I won that game there. Pretty resounding margin. And I'm playing against, and the person I'm playing against, sure, I'm playing against. This is his team coming up on the screen. You know, decent score at 69 points, New Zealander. So uh, we'll have to see if I can win this game, um, but I'm not really too sure. It should be a, should be a cracking game, and let's see how I get on. Now to introduce our guests for this week, the same two guests that we've had on right from the start. Matt, we'll start with you, mate. You stayed in Perth for a little while longer. You must be buzzing with life, especially that Tottenham result this morning. Yeah, pretty happy. I can't can't complain with a FA Cup win. Was against Marine, but uh, I'll take that. And hopefully Mourinho can take us all the way. We're long overdue in FA Cup, so... Yeah, really want us to go far what, this season. What, what over Drew Trophy, aren't you, mate? <laughs> yeah, we are. <laughs> I was just going to say, last time, before, um, since the last time you convened, obviously you got through to the final as well of the uh, the Carabao Cup as well against Brentford. Decent win there, so you could be actually on for a trophy this season. 2020's been weird, I know, but 2021 will be even weirder if Tottenham can grab a trophy. My word. I'll, uh, I hope so. Like we, that's what we've got Mourinho in. doesn't matter about the way we do it. We've just got to win a trophy. So if he comes in, wins a League Cup, gets us in the uh, the top four, then, um, you know, that's an achievement. We haven't won anything for 12, 12 13 years now. So, yeah, it's got to be done. You'd think so. This year might be the one. Now to our next guest, we've got someone who definitely did influence Blackpool this, uh, <laughs> this uh, you know, the weekend just gone. You, you've surely still got some inside spies there, Jack, being a former coach yourself, and you've obviously helped Neil Critchley to a decent win, especially with your FPL form. You can't stop winning at the minute. Did you help Neil Critchley in any way with uh, Blackpool over the weekend? Passing on a bit of advice back to the old the old squad there, mate. You know, a bit of inside info, like you said, and you know, passed a few tips on to get them through and guide them through past Big Sam's team. I think it was a look out for the long ball and send it back the other way. Uh, you know, and a couple of penalty saves, um, and they did all right. The pool, didn't they? So fair play. I see him doing well, but then obviously United. Um, you know, more importantly, getting through against Watford with our second team, which was nice. But uh, well, um, back into the FPL sphere of things we've got our mini league review as always 
Um, before we do that, though, we're just going to run through our teams ever so quickly. Um, I'll start with myself, hopefully, if I can bring the share screen up. And as we've said, I obviously won that cup game and I won it pretty resounding with a really, really good score for once. I actually scored pretty well. It's been a long time in between drinks, you'd say. I've had some pretty horrendous scores in the past few weeks. But finally, I am back fit and firing. Rob Holding and Pablo Mari, the two outside shouts from Arsenal, they were able to uh, turn up with a clean sheet. I think Rob Holding also got an assist. He did so. So he got a double-figure score. Eric Dyer. so those North London defenders really helping out. Um, Harry Kane, obviously, the captain shout. Obviously, he's reliable as ever from 12 yards and... You know, you're loving that when he sticks one away. 24 points as my captain. And also had some brilliant contributors from my midfield. So 84 points um, inside the top 200,000 in terms of the game week rank. So I'm pretty happy with that. Finally, I get a decent score. Obviously, that's down to 80 with the transfers. But we'll take that. We'll move on. Let's see if I can actually get a good run of form instead of being absolutely subpar for most of it. Jack, now moving on to you. Um, obviously, you're flying at the minute. I think I was looking before, and I think for December or something, you were in the top five managers in our league. So you're on really good form, and it shows no sign of stopping. No, listen, we've um, had a great run of form since November. Um, I'll just bring my share screen up here now. Um, everything's looking good. Obviously, I took your uh, Rob Holden shout. He, he was a great little asset to get in. He got us those 10 points in there, Ollie. So that was a good shout from you, mate, for once. Um, for once. I think you might have I just got lucky with that, haven't you? Um, Possibly. Works well. 77 points in this one. Um, really happy with it. Uh, good midfield. I thought uh, you know Rashford might hit, and then obviously Salah obviously was quiet in that fixture, wasn't he? But it's just nice to be back as well, lads. You know, it's been, I feel like it's been a while since we've all been back together, so it's nice to talk a bit of FPL and uh, you know and showcase where am I now? I'm 16th in the league. You know, we've come from uh, you know the hundreds, the triple figures, now into the top 20. So uh, I thought you were going to have a little party for me. Has he gone? <laughs> He's frozen. <laughs> He's frozen. It was that good. <laughs> He's gone. That was a good party. Is this a surprise one now? Gonna... No, he's getting he's getting the surprise up now. That's what he's doing. <laughs> he's getting the um, he's getting the confetti cannons out. But it's yeah. um, yeah, going through the team. Obviously, Holding did really well there. McCarthy picks up that late injury uh, for Southampton. Sorry, Jack, but I got to quickly button and say Suchek. Absolutely flying. Was he five in ten now, Matt? Is that I think that's what he, what he grabbed? Yeah, unreal, mate. Like he's got, I think his points per game at the moment are like seven points per game or whatever since Ridiculous. since I told you to put him in, mate. And I'm gutted I didn't copy. I'm that's so it. gutted. I wish I'd done it now. So he scored, he scored five out of ten weeks. Sorry, five out of ten game weeks. I think it is. I, so what was five out of nine? Five out of nine is it? Or five out of ten? Whenever West Ham play, I swear he's the only other person to score a goal. Mm. I don't know how. I don't know how he's not top scorer in the league by now. Yeah, but they're all crap the goals. Person. He just gets in the. He just gets <laughs> in the right positions and he just hits him and goes in. But yeah. that's what you want for that price. Oh, Unbelievable. For, that, for that price, he's on massive returns and yeah, it's been it's been great in there. Fernandez captained him, um, and obviously uh, Justin and had a quiet week and Chilwell uh, was against City won it and they took a pound in. So not great in that respect, yeah, but uh, Pr Prince Harry, Prince Harry hit so. Yeah, Justin killed us. He was a minute away from nine. Uh, sorry, he, he was on nine points and then he got a yellow yeah. card and conceded a goal, didn't he? And uh, it all felt all came seconds. crashing down. But yeah, really happy with that. 77 points. Uh, and in the cup, I beat my opposition. So I'm through to the next round as well. Uh, won 77 uh, to his 51. And I'm against uh, Divala this week. He got 64. So he had a pretty decent score. So it'd be interesting to see what, you know, what happens and what his team looks like this week. With um, you know, the uh, crazy game week that we're in, definitely so. And I mean, a lot of you know teams are blanking at this point as well. They've got a lot of blank game 
week, uh, got blank players sorry, in this game week. So uh, obviously Liverpool's another massive one in that regard. But we'll have to see how that affects things. Matt, over to you. Your share screen is ready and raring to go. Is it going to be displaying a decent score? Oof. Yeah, it was a good score this week. I was pretty happy. Should have been more with Justin, though. I was fuming about that. Like To go from nine points and just swing to one. Um, but yeah, other than that, I'm pretty happy. Happy with Son, 26 points. He could have had another goal. Um, I don't like putting in Arsenal players, but I had to do it this week. I put Smith Rowe in. It was about five, uh, five million. It might have been no, no five point four no, it's million. Four point four. It's absolutely four point four million. Yeah, and um, had to. Uh, it was the price that got me. I actually can't even. You know what? It's been that while since uh, the game week. So I can't remember who I put him in for. It might have been uh, Zaha. <laughs> yeah. And um, yeah, it had to be done. He got nine points. Can't complain. Uh, Harry Kane, Fernandez, uh, Mitchell, come off my bench and got me a clean sheet. So he's starting games now. Uh, Kufal, Forster was a one as well. I was pretty happy with that. So kept the. Um, I tend to just have a first team goalkeeper as number one, and then always the backup goalie as number two from the same team, and that worked perfectly this week, especially with their their win against Liverpool. So yeah, pretty happy. A bit disappointed with Che Adams getting the the concussion, couldn't play. Um, but yeah, I can't complain with eighty one points. Uh, some green arrows, starting to slowly recover. Got the captain right, and I won in the cup. So yeah, happy with that and. Here's to the second half of the season now, so it's time to uh, to build from here. It definitely is. And in terms of your FPL Cup match, how did you get on there? Yeah, I won. I won. Um, I think it was a close one, though. Um, I think the uh, the Forster, I believe the Forster clean sheet might have just got me over the line. Um, there we go, eighty-one seventy-two. Oh, wow. Yeah, so I oh, seventy-six. There we go. So There's that Forster clean sheet. Uh, on the last day really got me through so I was a bit worried I thought I was going to um, I was going to get knocked out and then well, it left seven yeah. points on the bench as well Oof. yeah I was happy with that and because Salah blanked as soon as I saw Salah blanked and uh, hadn't as I was watching the highlights and didn't think he was going to score and I was getting a bit worried but um, yeah happy to win that's a good he's got a good side as well so I'll take that I think his typical, captain killed him typical Newcastle fan though always losing him huh? <laughs> Yeah. At the Callum moment, yeah. on bench, so did well to keep him there, definitely. But yeah, definitely. So all, all of us through then. Great to see. Obviously, let's see how we go in the the second round of the cup. Um, obviously, hopefully, we all win and we just keep this train rolling. The FPL addicts and esports lads absolutely flying, except me, says Statman Dave in the chat. So commiserations. Let's have a maybe a moment's silence for for Dave, who obviously didn't quite progress. One point, of course it was. He's been saying that he was absolutely fuming. He lost by a, a single point. So um, Statman's obviously out of the cup, which is a bit frustrating, but there's always next year, as they say. Um, so moving on to the mini league roundup then. Um, we'll just go into that. And finally, I'm on a bit of an upward arrow in, in the league, um, in, up into 13th spot, which is uh, quite nice, to be honest. Elliot still tops that league. Look, he's top. 10.6k overall rank. Just outside the top 10. He's absolutely flying. Tom Stone's got, got down to third. Um, so obviously, his early season form's dipping a little bit. Uh, we've got Max as well, who's a guest. He's in sixth. We have Joe, also the, obviously the, the barber himself. He's in fourth. So, so you know, there's a lot of good advice coming through this podcast. So, um, obviously, the guests we've got are absolutely flying. I'm in 13 spot. Finally, some green arrows in this league. Feels like an absolute age since I got since I got some green arrows. Jill is killer's 16th spot. You know what? We're absolutely flying. We're too good at this game, honestly. 
Jack, top 20. You must be absolutely buzzing with that, surely. Absolutely delighted, boys. It's um, yeah, I'm ready to quit the game. I'll, I'll stop it. I'll stop it. <laughs> I told you. Got that top Which 20. It's, it's been, um, it's been a, a tough, tough journey. We've had some highs, we've had some lows, but you know, we've had a great December. Um, you know, that was the only good thing about 2020, I think, was my form in December, boys. At least you found some sort of solace in that year. We're looking now for, <laughs> for Matt. There he is, 35th. You've not cracked the thousand yeah. point barrier yet, which is a bit frustrating. Just inside the top 500,000 in the world, you'll obviously get to that thousand point barrier by the end of this game week, but you just need to be picking up a little bit, Matt. A bit of a you know, a bit of an upturn, but you just need to be yeah. kicking on now. Kicking on now. You know, you know what it is, mate. It's getting that captain right. I think if I can get it right this week, then um, yeah, it should help me. So see how we go. Green arrows. I'm going to take some inspiration from Elliot's uh, uh, going up to top. I think he was about 80 points off top at one stage, and then obviously Jack's managed to go from bottom of the league to top 20 pretty well. So <laughs> there's a long, long way to go. Any advice, can... anytime, mate, you, you just ask. Don't be afraid to ask, all right? I think Suge gotta... is uh, the best advice you can give him, Jack, to be honest. Get, get Thomas Suge. Yeah. Wish get I never Actually, no, well, I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm happy I helped you with that one because it's all about getting the uh, getting you up that league. No, I mean, intern... internally, he's not. Internally, we're not. It's all a lie. But, of course, he's, he's got to uh, turn up for the podcast and... You know, say he's happy with it, even though he's just, you know, obviously boosted his rival to uh, to a spot above him in the league. One person outside the top 20 that we're overlooking at the minute is uh, not Lob Wanderers. I'm, I'm sure he was higher at one point, Tom Southworth, but 90 points makes him the manager of the week. Decent score just, out the, uh, just inside the top 50,000 in the game week. He's got a few decent players there. Have a look at that. Aaron Cresswell, 11 points, double figures. Nails a Harry Kane shout as well. Hyungmin Son also turning up. Bruno Fernandes, double figures. So a really, really good score from him. He'll earn himself $10 worth of eSports Live credit, which can be used for cash pool and prizes. So if you think you're good enough, try and get in some of those competitions. We've got NBA 2K, FIFA, Rocket League and Pez. So get those competitions entered into. He's one of my, uh, one of my mates from back home. He's Tom Southworth. Yeah, I think he, I think he's dipped a little bit, but uh, yeah. obviously a great week. I think he joined like game week five and he was top of the league um, or like maybe second or something. He came in about 500 points, I think it was, and everyone was like, whoa, and then he's a uh, steady decline. <laughs> but definitely a brilliant week for him there. Yeah. 90 points is nothing to be sniffed at in any week, not least this one. So he'll get that $10 credit through to him soon enough. So now on to the second part of Peely's puzzle. I've remembered to include it this time. So here you go. The second lot of clues. I was the first African Ballon d'Or winner in 1995. And the last clue, I'm currently the president of my country. So a bit of a political head as well there. Do you know the answer? Let's see. We'll reveal it at the start of next week's podcast. One thing we don't need to wait too long for, though, is Matt's guru section. It's going to be an absolutely Matt. It's going to be an absolute mammoth one. This one got a lot to talk about with the FA Cup just gone, the double game week, the blank game week. Got absolutely loads to digest. So Matt, fire away. Nice one, Ollie. Um, look, we'll, uh, we've got an interesting game week this week with the the blank game week. It's the first blank game week of the season, so you know, I'm sure we'll see many more. Um, but yeah, we'll start with uh, we'll start with my ones to watch. Really, really difficult to pick at the moment because you just don't know what fixture is or isn't going to go ahead. So um, I've got a few in there this week. There's a couple of surprises. Uh, first one I'm going to go with, they're, they're all differentials this week. So look, if you are free hitting, um, you might want to look at a couple of these or even if you're just making 
general transfers. First one I'm going to go with is Raheem Sterling. Um, look, there's a rumour that he did get a bit of a knock um, and he missed the FA Cup game last night as a result. But, you know, if he gets to go ahead and fit, 5.6% ownership. I believe he's returned in the last six or seven game weeks now. So home to Brighton at 5.6% is going to be a huge differential, especially if you don't know who to captain. Um, and then we go through. I hate putting the Arsenal guys in, but I've got to do it. It's all about the uh, getting the points for Fantasy League. So Lacazette, 7.1%. Really, really big differential at the moment. Just come off two goals against West Brom. Um, so definitely one to look out for if you need a striker. Uh, another striker, Jack will like this one. It's going to be Anthony Martial. 6.1% ownership. That is very low. Looks like he's got the uh, the striker spot in the bag for the Burnley game as well. You'd expect him to come away with at least a goal, maybe an assist. Um, another one I've gone with is a bit of a surprise. I didn't want to just go with all of the uh, the usual sort of suspects, so I've tried to really keep this to differentials. Richarlison, 4.1%. Um, I think it's just a good alternative to Dominic Calvert-Lewin. It is a tough game away at Wolves, but we're looking at, at differentials. Very, very low ownership. Seems to do pretty well for, uh, for Everton when he plays in, in most games. And then the last one, this is a very, very big surprise. Elliot uh, would like this. Um, there's been a few rumours. Uh, Elliot did mention it to me earlier on today about Callum Wilson potentially having uh, COVID and he might not be able to play for Newcastle this week. So Steve Bruce hasn't actually confirmed if he's fit yet. Um, so we may see Dwight Gale get a game and he's currently 0% ownership in FPL. So uh, if the news comes through that Wilson isn't going to play and Andy Carroll, who played in the FA Cup, if they don't play him and they go with Dwight Gale, you're going to have a huge, huge differential there because he's currently owned by no one. So, you know, potentially one to look out for, struggling Sheffield United team. And he has scored goals this season. I think he got a goal not so long ago against West Brom. Elliot might be able to confirm that for me, but he come off and the bench and got nine points and he's had a couple of okay scores. So, yeah, he's definitely a differential if, uh, if Callum Wilson's out. Otherwise, you might have uh, Joel Linton in there, but... Um, yeah, Dwight Gale, 0% ownership. You just never know. It could be one to uh, to keep on your on your bench if you're doing a free hit. Uh, Matt, I don't wish to rain on your parade, but just a quote from Steve Bruce after that Arsenal game. I've just got it up here. Asked why Wilson and Shelby were not involving us. Arsenal. This is from the Shields Gazette. Bruce said, purely precaution. Hopefully, we'll leave it with the medical people and they will be ready for Tuesday. So uh, there, there's from Steve Bruce after that game against Arsenal. So if Callum Wilson is fit to play, I wouldn't give Dwight Gale a run. But maybe an outside shout if um, Wilson doesn't feature that uh, Dwight Gale maybe could get, you know, on the pitch, maybe a bag one or two. And who knows? It's a brilliant shout if that happens, of course. One player I'm surprised that you've omitted from that differentials list that I know we have talked about in the uh, earlier in the podcast is Emil Smith-Rowe. Obviously getting a bit more attention now, but his price is surely too good to ignore. and. He's surely got low ownership still. Yeah, he does. Um, yeah, look, he's in the. Uh, you'll, you'll see later on. He, he's in one of the uh, one of the features this week. I think I uh, didn't want to go too heavy on Arsenal. I already had Lacazette there, um, and then yeah. Although I don't really necessarily trust Dwight Gale to actually start. Um, it was just when I heard those Wilson rumours. Um, I thought you know putting putting someone at zero percent could be be a good one, and um, couldn't quite fit. Smith Rowan because I just thought yeah put the one Arsenal player in should do but um now he is he's definitely a good shout and he's very cheap as well all right then now moving on to your three teams to watch for the upcoming game week who have you gone with 
Yeah, it's going to have to be Man United. Uh, Jack will be happy with that. Away at Burnley. Um, you know, they've, they've been the form team other than the uh, the Carabao Cup defeat to City. Um, they're, they're kind of, they're on with flat track bullies. They seem to kind of beat all the smaller teams. Um, can't win the big games, but um, yeah, seem to hammer all the smaller teams. So definitely got to be looking at United. Uh, Man City at home to Brighton. Hard to look past them. Uh, I wanted to put Newcastle in there against, you know, pretty poor Sheffield United, but yeah, apologies, Elliot. I just couldn't quite fit you in after the way you've looked in the last couple of game weeks. So look, I've put my own team Spurs in there if it goes ahead because I'm thinking, uh, you know, Aston Villa might be quite light on players um, if the Villa-Spurs game goes ahead. And then if it does get changed to the uh, potentially changed to Spurs v Fulham, then again, it's a good home fixture. So yeah, some tough ones this week. So there's actually not too many games. Um, so definitely going to have to go through the two with the two Manchester clubs and Spurs. Um, are my uh, my three teams to watch, and that's if Spurs goes ahead. If it doesn't go ahead, I'll put Arsenal in there. Um, but uh, yeah, although they've been on good form, Palace um, have had a couple of good results as well lately, and they're quite solid, and they do look a lot better with Zaha. So happy to uh, to go with those three clubs. Yeah, just a bit of an update from our resident Newcastle fan, Elliot. He just say, he says he doesn't blame you for not including Newcastle in your three teams to watch, and he, do, he did confirm that Dwight Gale did score a bullet header against West Brom. So fair play on that call, but um, yeah, he agrees with you there that Newcastle shouldn't be uh, players to look out for. Which uh, obviously they've got the easiest team in the league on paper at the minute, but uh, still not going with the Geordies, which is probably fair enough on form. In terms of your captain picks, I guess you're uh, going away from Tyneside. Where have you gone? Yeah, look, I actually still, even though I've sort of not put Newcastle down as one of my teams, I've still put Wilson down because if he does, um, if he does play, if he gets the, the green light from uh, Steve Bruce, um, he's definitely worth a shout with his with his record this season and his penalty. So I've got Wilson on there. Of course, I've gone with the usuals, Fernandez. I think he's my top captain pick uh, just on his form and especially his away form. Uh, Kevin De Bruyne. Harry Kane is definitely up there again, especially if the game gets changed to, to Fulham. But then even with Villa, he's got a very, very good record against Aston Villa. He got a, a couple of goals there um, when they were last in the Premier League as well. So they were in the Premier League last season, but I think he did score there. Scores against him most games. Um, I've put Sterling down as well. Um, I think he's a great shout this weekend. We mentioned him as a differential. Um, and then if we're going curveball... I've had him before, actually, as a curveball. Um, but just because of his ownership of 6.1% and, and not many people having him, it's going to have to be Martial. Um, although he does like to fall on the floor and dive a lot, um, you know, he does score goals and win penalties. So I'm going to have to throw him in there as my curveball. Definitely, just as well. Back to Elliot, just quickly, he says it's never easy for Newcastle on forming and Sheffield United. Just quickly while I can, I'm just going to put this one on record just quickly. Um, 07 08, I'd like to take you back to, which was the season that Derby obviously went down. Record low 11 points. Their only win was against Newcastle at home. Newcastle at home at Pride Park. Could we see lightning strike twice? Sheffield United obviously playing at home against Newcastle at Bramall Lane. So let me just put that one on record in case it happens that that one obviously could happen. And maybe it's Sheffield United's solitary win for the season against Newcastle at home. Let's see. If history repeats itself once again, onto your scout eleven, then Matt. These have been flying, even when you've been a bit off colour in FPL. These teams have been absolutely on fire for you lot. Where have you gone this week? And do you reckon uh, you'll get a good score again? Yeah, look, I've actually focused it on a scout squad this week, so um, I didn't want to go and just put a, an eleven out there 
just based on if this Spurs game does get called off, I think you're going to need to have some some players on the bench. Um, or if any game gets called off last minute, I think you're going to really need to have a strong bench because you just don't know at the moment. So, um, yeah, look, we, we've sort of had a bit of a laugh about Newcastle, but it's hard to to turn around and not put Darlow in there because even when Newcastle concede, he gets a lot of points, bonus points, save points. Um, I would have even still liked to have Martinez in there, even if the Spurs game had gone ahead. I know we're probably going to score, but he's a save machine this season. But I've gone Darlow, um, Eric Dyer. Um, I think he's a really good one to have this season, a solid a solid defence for Spurs. Uh, Kieran Tierney, he was in my previous scout 11 and ended up with 18 points. So um going to keep with him. Cancelo gets forward for City, so not a bad shout. Um, bit of a different one. I'm looking at Gundogan. Um, he didn't play on the weekend for City and he's been on an absolute fire for them. I don't know if you boys watched the Chelsea Man City game, but he could have come out of that game with a hat trick. He was absolutely phenomenal. Seems to be uh, the starting man now in the um, in the Premier League. So, yeah, if you've got a space for for a cheap sort of sub rotation and you want a City player, definitely one to watch. Fits well within the, um, the squad as well. Uh, Pedro Neto, good form. Fernandez, captain's armband. I don't even have to say anything there. It's probably going to get a penalty. Um, <laughs> Kevin De Bruyne. Um, well worth it as well. Um, I would have liked Sterling as well, but uh, just safety with, with De Bruyne. And then a front three, um, Harry Kane, good goal record against Villa if it goes ahead. Has to be in there, really. Uh, Martial uh, against Burnley. Uh, really liking him in there. Uh, Lacazette seems to be the form man. I do think it'll be a, quite a tight game, but um, again, can't look past form. And then bench, which we'll talk about this week. Pickford was really the only goal, second goalkeeper I could get in there that I could afford um, without breaking the three players per team rule. So got him in there. So, you know, if Newcastle game gets called off because of COVID. You've got a backup goalie. Um, Smith Rowe um, probably could have fitted him into that starting 11, but I didn't want to go too heavy on Arsenal in case they, you know, did, did drop points. Um, I'm preferring uh, Gundogan in there over him. Uh, Clark from Newcastle. Again, if the Spurs game gets called off, you've got a, a sub coming on against Newcastle. And then Mitchell, I think he's about 3.9 million. Um, so again, if, if a game's called off, uh, even, um, you know, he's, a, he's the last sub, but it's still an option just to come off and get a point or maybe two, or you never know, maybe it may be a clean sheet. You just don't know. So yeah, I think this week, if, if you've got a wild card or a free hit, um, then, yeah, you're going to have to really look at the squad because we've seen the last couple of game weeks you can get burnt quite easily. So, um, yeah, it's, it's tough. I think it's it's definitely a uh, a solid squad. Probably wouldn't be the, the exact 11 I would want, but in terms of safety and actually having 11 players, because you don't, you don't want to waste a free hit once you use it. You don't want to waste it. So Definitely not sound advice. Decent players there. I will talk about Smith Rowe, obviously, again, because he's, you know, coming to the Arsenal squad. I think he scored at the weekend as well. Elliot obviously didn't watch the Arsenal-Newcastle game. He did score again. So um, he's one on form. And Pedro Neto, obviously, doing well. And I'm just looking at Gundogan there, or Gundogan, sorry, who's in there, starting as Brighton. Slightly defensive, he's known for a little bit. Or, you know, at least not knowing for getting on the score sheet. Why have you gone with Gundogan and Neto against someone like Smith Rowe, who is... Fitting, you know, firing for us at the minute. Yeah, look, I've got Neto just purely on form. Um, he seems to be getting goals or assists in recent weeks. 
Um, he had a really good performance against Chelsea. There was a game against us where he got an assist in that one. Seems to be the main man at Wolves, I think, with Podence injured as well. Um, he's, a, he's a good option. And then Gundogan, just purely based off uh, the game against Chelsea, he was just absolutely phenomenal. Um, everywhere, uh, I think he got a double-digit double, uh, double digit haul, potentially. Um, got a nice rest on the weekend. Um, and he may even be on penalties, obviously. There, well, there is De Bruyne, but yeah, there's something about him. I think if you, if you look at his um, points this season, he's had a few home games where he's come out and got a pretty good score. I think there was another game. It might have been the Fulham one or, or the Burnley one. I think it was a Fulham one. He'd come out and got another double-digit score. So um, it's probably why he edges it over Smith Rowe for me. But yeah, it's a tough one. Again, it is, this is it's purely just a squad game. And I think I'd rather a, a, a City player on there against Brighton than a um, than an Arsenal player. And that's that's not being biased. That's just based on the fact City are a better team. And Brighton yeah. are definitely weaker than Palace for me. Just to back that up as well, like Gundogan's hit 33. I just looked on his stats and 33 points in his last four game weeks. So he's definitely a, a man in form. Really? There, He's just... Yeah, he's been huge for them. I just can't believe it. I just could not believe how good he was in that Chelsea game. And yeah, he was on the end of everything. So really caught my eye. Um, yeah, probably one I could have added to the differentials, to be honest. <laughs> he's been out of, um, out of form for a while now, to be honest, since he... Well, pretty much the whole of the season, he hasn't been great, but he's turned out the past few weeks definitely. So he's changed his season around for sure. Might be helping yeah. um, KDB playing that false nine sort of role. Might be helping him find a, yeah. find a few more spaces, possibly. Yeah. I think so. And they've put uh, Rodrigo in there as well, uh, back in the midfield. And Gundogan seems to have a little bit more freedom again. So yeah, yeah just just uh, say what Ollie. Yeah, put put that Chelsea City highlights on or the mini match, and then you'll um, yeah, you just. Wouldn't believe, I just couldn't believe it. Absolutely brilliant in that game, Gundogan. He absolutely spun Thiago Silva, didn't he, for his goal? Just Unreal. The shots. Left, yeah. left in for dead, yeah. Good team, Unreal. though, Matt. Liking the 3 4 3. It's good, um, it's good players and a good squad, as you said, rather than the team. Yeah, so maybe, squad. Definitely yeah, a squad. If, some, if someone is looking for a team, maybe just you'll know, look at him getting Sterling in, possibly, like you, like you said. But or Rashford, yeah. I've messed around with mine a few times. I've definitely been flirting with this free hit. Yeah, definitely, Saka. definitely tempted. Saka, yeah, and uh, who else was it? Um, even Rob Holding even found his way into mind, yeah. staying there as well. Yeah, <laughs> Rob Holding. I think as well, like the even looking at the Newcastle game, like that could for me that could easily end nil nil. Um, it could. It's and a Newcastle look, well. Yeah, and you could look at it and think there's going to be someone out there who's going to triple the Newcastle defence or put the goalkeeper. And, and two defenders in, and they're probably going to end up with a, a nice nil-nil draw. So um, now the free hit's an interesting one. I think we were saying strategy-wise, um, if you can get eight or nine on the park and you've got Fernandes in your team, probably don't really need to free hit um, because there's going to be a lot of blank game weeks and, and COVID fixtures. Um, but if you've got six or below, then yeah, you're probably going to want to get the free hit in there. So yeah, interesting one this week. Yeah, I'll tell you I how would. that Newcastle game is going to go, just quickly. Um, obviously, Sheffield United, obviously, he's going, to, he's going to go to Greg's, first of all. He's going to get his steak bake, and he's just going to stick 10 men and, and the keeper behind the ball. So we just be chilling there with his steak bake, and he's just got every single man behind the ball. And Sheffield United are just going to just be frustrated. It's going to be nil-nil. That, that's how it's going to go. I reckon it's going to be a clean sheet, both sides, nil-nil, point apiece. See you later, but... Let's hope it's a more exhilarating game than that. Definitely a good team, though, Matt. 
with that 3-4-3. Let's see how it gets on. Great Guru section once again. So now moving on to draft, and obviously you can see we've got the table on the screen. Jillers killers reign supreme once more. He's got a three-point lead over Matt, who's uh, gone above me, which I'm pretty fuming about. Didn't give Dave enough credit. I was talking too much about his mid-table game, as he's gone and beat me. He's currently in fourth with Elliot, who's doing pretty well. He's getting a few wins on the board. Now he um, was uh, sparked into life that game against Rolando, and since then he's uh, turned the corner. He's on top of James, two points clear of him. He's on 19, who's clear of... The Mac lads on 12, and then Rolando on seven points. We'll have a look at the results that got them there. And as we said, he's not coming on this week as a Disco Dave. He's got a bit of a party going on at his house, but he's uh, beat me pretty pretty comfortably there. Nine points, decent margin. Matt's doubled Rolando's score, 58 to 29. Absolutely smashing win for the Guru. Elliot, a pretty resounding win. Another, you know, double plus, if you will. More than double, 42 to 20 over Nathan. And we have Jack Gillibrand who's beaten James pretty handily as well. So a lot of one-sided games, a few landslides going on there. And we've seen how that's influenced the table. In terms of fixtures, I've got Rolando, so I really need to win there, to be honest. I need to get that win. I need to make up some ground on that top two. Jack's got a stat man, Dave. So that's probably the match of the Oof. week, I'd say. That's a big yeah. game. It's a Worried. Big, big game. Worried. Oh, come on, Dave, mate. I know I know you, you beat me last week. I need you to... Uh, I need to make amends and win this one. We've got Matt against Elliot, which in fairness, that's not too bad a game either, especially with Elliot's form and Matt in second spot. And we've got, you know, my dad and James is, you know, again, probably not probably not up there. But the um, you know, the love of, of the, the draft league, that isn't it? <laughs> I mean, I think so. It's a bit of a six-pointer, to be honest. But um, we'll have to see how that one plays out. Match of the week, though, we'll just quickly run through. I think it is um, Statman, Dave and Jack. If we, we all, are we all in agreement there? Oh, yeah. Yeah, probably. I think that's the big one in it, and it's it's shown how quickly things can change around here. Because um, Statman Dave is on the rise, isn't he? He's looking he's looking good, and he's you know with another win under his belt, he's well and truly in the uh, in the race. Well, yeah. Elliot, mate, I'm going to start with you for a bit of an analysis on this game. Obviously, we've got Jack, whose his team's come up on the screen from last week, 50 points. Where do you reckon he could win this game with his team here? Do you reckon it'll come through attack? His midfield, obviously, he's got some good players there in Ward Prowse and Saka. Who- Done decent last week. Harry Kane, the big man himself up top. So where do you reckon he's going to get his points from, Elliot? Those two up top, discluding Mikel Antonio for the minute now, but Marty Allen Kane is where he's going to get his points from this week, I reckon, mate. Definitely. Now I'll throw this one out to the Guru. Obviously, we've got Dave's team up on the screen. Now scrolling up and down, 48 points, so just a little bit less than Matt's uh, than Jack's 50 rather last week. Obviously, the first blank game week of the season. How do you think that's going to impact Dave's preparations for this game? And do you reckon he'll be able to sort them out and uh, win the game against Jack, or do you reckon it'll be too big a problem? Yeah, look, he's got some good ones in there. He's got Darlo, Diaz. Um, so that's two pretty handy players, so you'd expect returns from them. Fernandez is always good to have. Uh, if the Villa Spurs game goes ahead, then you've got potential. You've got a pen- penalty taker there. Uh, Pedro Neto, really good one to have. Uh, let's have a quick check of his bench. Who's there we go. Got? Joel Linton, Yerry Mings. Yeah, so he's got Joel Mina Linton. as well and Mings if, if that goes ahead. He's got enough to get enough on the park. I think draft such fine margins. You can win it by a point. I think this week it's just if you can get enough on the park. You don't want to you don't want to mess your squad up though for the um the double game week the week after as well, because you'll end up 
uh, backtracking and trying to get a load in. So it's all about getting a balance right this week. But yeah, Dave's definitely got if just if his team's dead like this, he's got probably enough on the park to get some points with his goalkeeper Diaz, Fernandez, Pedro Neto, and to be honest, if maybe even Joel Linton. I can't believe I'm saying that, but yeah. Oh, bloody hell. 2020, 2021 is going to be weirder, as you said before, Ollie, if Matt's saying yeah. that. <laughs> Statman Dave says, seven missing unless I can get the waivers. So that may well play into your hands, Jack. On that then, we'll just a one-word prediction from all four of you. One word. Jack, start with you. Is it going to be you winning or is it going to be Dave? Just going to be me. Elliot? Jack. Ooh. We'll go with the guru. Statman. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go. I'm going to go Jack as well. I think he's got too many players out. More than one I think, word. Boys, oh, I, th- I think. I think. I think you want me to win, really. Come on, Max. If Dave gets the win, he sucked you right back in, mate. Yeah, but what if I win and then I'll go potentially go top? So depends if you want to go top now. Marathon, not a sprint, mate. Yeah, true. <laughs> I just I know Dave, love, now. D- Dave loves. Dave loves a, loves a transaction. I can just imagine him. Trading out oh. as much of his squad to get eleven on the park. So I reckon he's, I reckon he's overhauled his team, money. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so can, we get a bit, can, <laughs> can we get a bit of an analysis in the chat and do you think how this one's gonna go? Just a quick I don't know, a quick type in the chat and we'll just see how how you're looking for this week. Obviously we can't bring him on this week. He's usually usually on all the time. He's a, a bit of a fixture of this one. Jack to win unless I get all my waivers, so he's not confident on how he's going, but I'm sure he'll overhaul his team and it'll be a decent game nonetheless. how many he's got. <laughs> he's, he's can, you, can, you see? Can, you, can you not see what few transactions? Did you not see anything pending? Not yet. Not now. till tomorrow. No. We'll be oh, able to okay. see who he tried to get and stuff. Fair enough, fair enough. Fingers. All the best, Dave. It'll be interesting really. to see It'll be interesting to see who he's brought in and, le- and whether he's overhauled his team. Could be a, like an FA Cup weekend for him. Just ring the changes. We'll have to see if it can get him the win or not. Could really shake up that top four of the draft division. But that wraps up yet another podcast. You know, it's been a little while since the last one, so it's nice to get back, you know, with the lads and see what we can get done in the world of FPL, mate. But Elliot is obviously, as we've said, a little while. Are you confident going into this game week that you can... Um, Obviously, get back into the rhythm. Yeah, fingers crossed, mate. I'm playing my free hit, I think. So we'll have to see how that goes. Fingers crossed it pays off. I'm always nervous when I play my big chips, but I think this is the time for me, definitely. So we'll just have to see, mate. But fingers crossed, three points for Newcastle as well. But that's more important than fantasy. So we'll have to see, mate. We definitely will. So uh, obviously, best of luck with your FPL blank game weeks this weekend. And we'll be preparing for the double game week on the next podcast. But for now, take care and we'll catch you in a bit. Cheers. Cheers.